This episode of With Love and Justice for All is brought to you by Bliss Books and Wine. Bliss Books and Wine is an independent black-owned bookstore for wine enthusiasts and book lovers. Listed as one of the black-owned bookstores in America that amplify the best in literature by OprahDaily.com, Bliss Books and Wine is your go-to for all your favorite titles, including ebooks and audiobooks. And when we buy from black-owned businesses, we are helping to create a world of racial equity. When ordering online, use the code 846BOOK for a 10% discount. That's 846-B-O-O-K for a 10% discount at blissbooksandwine.com. In order to advance racial equity, there is work for white people and people of color to do together and separately. The Project Sanctus Affinity Groups provide safe spaces for people to work within their own racial and ethnic groups. Join us every first and third Wednesday of the month at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Zoom for brave, vulnerable conversations and for building culture through engaging embodied practices. For more details and registration, visit projectsanctus.com. Exploring the healing and culture-building practices of embodied anti-racism. This is With Love and Justice for All with Reverend Ogan Holder and Reverend Kelly Isola. Welcome to With Love and Justice for All. I'm Reverend Kelly Isla. I'm with my partner in crime and consciousness, Reverend Ogan Holder, and uh, where we have conversations around embodied anti-racism, uh, dismantling systems of oppression, especially in the context of, maybe not especially, but very often in the context of the special challenges that arise as spiritual seekers within spiritual and religious communities. We are, um, you know, live streamed to Facebook. So you can watch the video on Facebook at Get Our Holy On. That's our handle on Facebook. It's also our handle on Instagram. So you can always join in the conversations uh, on Instagram or Facebook. And today we are doing uh, another few weeks back. We did a, an episode on Roe v. Wade when uh, the the draft of the uh, Alito's draft was leaked, and um, and so today we are doing Roe v. Wade is Love and Justice for All, Part Two. Yeah. Um, and now that now that we know that draft was uh, was what was coming, <laughs> as if we didn't know. As if we, as if we didn't, as if we didn't. I'm not know. sure why people are so surprised. They've been chipping away at it for 50 years. And also, when the draft was leaked, when the draft was leaked, there was there was the there was the veiled attempt at like it's just the draft. This may be not what the final decision is, as if anyone was really buying that. Oh, the thing, the thing we should mention when you mentioned the live stream and the live stream and generally happens Tuesdays. Uh, yes. 3, 3 p.m. Eastern. I say generally because sometimes based on schedule, health, you know, time conflicts, we might move it around a little bit. But if you want to watch and listen in real time, Tuesdays, 3 p.m. Um, otherwise, the video stays up on Facebook and you can find us on all your uh, preferred podcast platforms and, and, and on Podbean. Um, so there's that too. Thank you. 
You are welcome. Um, yeah. And and quick shout out to uh, our last week's episode. We talked about Pride. Uh, we're yeah. still in June, and we mentioned um, and if you, if any of you, you know any of you who've done any sort of study of the history of the Pride movement, um, it didn't begin with, but the Pride movement, the real modern day Pride movement, uh, the the start of it has been attributed to uh, the Stonewall riots um, in New York, and today is the 53rd anniversary of said riots that lasted a few days. Um, it wasn't just a one time event; it was, no. it was it was it was a few days. Um, Six days. Yeah. So so um, happy anniversary to Stonewall, and um, again. Even though it looks like we are in a very dark place, it looks like even though we are in a very dark place, uh, let me watch my yeah. It doesn't just look like it; we actually are. We're 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 there, you know. Um, And as I always try to remind people, and this is not an excuse to not do the work, be in action. um, You know, in the fifty-three years of where we were when Stonewall happened versus where we are now with LGBTQ rights, which of course there is still room to improve, do better. We've come a long ways, baby. And um, so so it's not, you know, some people would say, oh, look where we are now, we're good, we fixed it. No, we have, we, we have not at all. And it is demonstrably better um for lgbtq folks a lot more laws on their side now lots more opportunities for support um, lots more acceptance and still lots more to be had um as well so this is by no means a pat ourselves on the back this is a just a reminder that we are in dark times dark times do not persist And often it is darkest before the dawn. Insert your transformation cliches here, but. (laughs) Or send a message to Ogan. He's got a lot more platitudes for you. Exactly. Exactly. But but there's a reason. I'm I'm listening to platitudes. I'm feeling a hairball coming on, but you keep going. We'll make a list. That (laughs) the the light is not a train at the end of the tunnel. It is the exit. (laughs) Right. might feel like the train because it's noisy, but it, it really is. It really is the light at the end of the tunnel. No, listen, I, I, uh, the, you know, the last few days, uh, I as a male have been simmering in my rage around this and I can't even begin to imagine again, as we, we talked about in our IG live on Friday, what it feels like to be a woman at, at this time. And, um, you know, my, my motto is becoming, I will, I will aid in a, I will aid in a bet anyone who needs help getting an abortion. I mean, going camping, sorry, going camping. If you want to go camping in a place that doesn't, uh, isn't camping friendly, I, I, I can't camp. I don't camp. I will help you camp. There you go. You know, it's, it's interesting that the, the number of, um, euphemisms, you know, when you, when you start, when you look out on social media and that the camping is one of them. And it's interesting to watch the conversations on social media around that, um, because there are people that are saying, you know, please don't use that um, because it has, for some, so this is that, you know, we talk about all the time intent impact, right? For some, the impact of that statement is another way of keeping abortion veiled, right? Or, or keeping it behind the curtain or not talking mm-hmm. about it. And, and for others, it's, um, I want you to know I'm here, um, you know, 
it, it, it's like as a measure of safety or protection. Yeah. And then there's others that say, don't say those things on social media because trolls are tracking you. And it's just, it's because <laughs> we need more of a mess in the middle of it, right? Yeah. We need more, um, but it's, but it, it uh, those conversations just bring me to, just to think about things. Um, you know, for instance, so I don't know if we had an order lined up. I'm sure we had something on paper. We always have an order and we rarely follow it, you know. Okay, good. Because I'm yes. going <laughs> to. Well, that's what I figured. I was just that was my veiled I, I, permission. I, thing. Yeah. Yeah. I think we create the order to give ourselves some semblance of feeling like professionals. But right, it's, it's right, right. We can right. get up and talk or whatever. So so that I can, we can pat ourselves on the back like. Well, I was organized. I had an outline, blah, 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 right? Carry on. Um, (laughs) Carry on. So, but it gets me thinking um, those, you know, about, you know, the posts I see about camping and and other things like that and people offering help and I'm here. And really this is going to be, you know, uh, seriously grassroots, you know, bottom up. And um, it is not, I, I don't see us getting, you know, coming through this and and I I do believe there will come a time when we are not back in you know 1692 um and you know for today that's you know Roe v Wade has been overturned and one of the things I noticed is also other kind of social media posts where people are like well you can go here to plancpills.org and you know purchase pills and you and and also you know, homeopathic and, um, you know, other medicinal ways to end pregnancy. And so there's these conversations going on. And, and I was, you know, I periodically I post things and, and I realized that there were a couple things I posted that were, um, because I got into a conversation with people and was listening, which is what this is one of the things we have to be doing. This is one of the things that, that, has made it possible for Roe v. Wade to be overturned is the just the the steadfast of the Republican Party for more than 50 years to stay in conversation, to keep being in conversation with anybody, whereas more progressives um, that if you don't agree with me, I'm more likely to just move it on. Like, let me go find where less there's just a tendency in uh, to, to move away from the conversations that are more divisive. Um, if it, if it, if it wasn't for the fact that it's usually associated with evil, yeah, uh, it's almost admirable their ability to stay, to stay on point and on conversation. Yes, right? yes <laughs> it is. It's evil genius. It's evil genius. Use, use those powers for good, for the love of God. Uh, well, and it's that's why I'm not surprised where, where we're at. That's why there's right. a lot of people that aren't surprised where, where we're at, because they've been chipping away at it for decades yeah. and and just haven't been paying attention, have not been been rallying, you know, and, you know, being connected and steadfast in, you know, and holding people accountable. I mean, it's just yeah. um it's, Things it's, that, that are counterintuitive to, you know, to, I guess, what you might be considered progressive or um, a little more liberal or, you know. Yeah. Um, anyway, so, so I, should, I should say, uh, let me jump in real quick yeah. and uh, sort of in terms of like a news update, if you haven't been following along, uh, we mentioned, you know, before that, you know, the bunch of states that have trigger laws that went into effect. 
there have been a few states where uh, judges have, have put holes on those on those yeah. trigger laws. You know, Texas that, is one of them. Texas, I think Louisiana is one. And then on the flip side of things, California is seeking to add an addendum that uh, pretty much permanently codifies um, legal abortions in their state constitution. So, so we have we have we have reactions and responses uh, yeah. to this going on in some places, making it more dangerous for women. In some cases making it safer for uh for women and and when i say women i also mean uh you know those who female identify and 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 trans folk as well any pretty much you know anyone capable of being pregnant i was gonna say any and yes anyone capable of being pregnant i almost was about to say anyone with the uterus but that's not that's not accurate no. either i caught myself i was about to say it so i'm just saying it to like, you know, I caught myself. Um, um, but well, that's the progress. Right, right. Exactly. 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 So, so, so this is, this is, these things are changing moment by moment, day by day, week by week. Um, just, just as a, you know, it felt, it felt so draconian and, and uh, sort of like an in totality sort of judgment that came down. And, um, but, but it's not, it's not, a case of it's all over, right? There's, you know, and as we mentioned on our IG Life Friday, there's still there's still the the possibility and the opportunity to still codify this into actual federal law beyond what the Supreme Court has said. Um, right. Democrats, I love you, but get your act together. Let's let's vote some more of those folks in. Hopefully, they'll grow a spine and you know, throughout the filibuster and, and, and pass this legislation. So anyways, yeah. um, want to bring that news update. So, so today, so today, oh, wait, so sorry. Let me, oh. I, I got derailed. I want to just oh, sorry. my thought and, about social media. And I and apologize. The I apologize. Okay. Cause I was part of that derailment. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Well, that's what we're good at. That's why we have, we have an outline, but we don't pay attention to it. Yeah. That's why um, we never, that's why we never <laughs> arrive anywhere. We, we just get on the train and ride. That's right. So coming back to the camping metaphor and, you know, things that are on social media. So I was talking about, you know, all the posts I see about, you know, there's because there's so many workarounds, there's so many ways to be supportive, and it's just getting going. And I guess that's some of the hope that I have. But one of them is um, around, you know, right now, you can still get, you know, the abortion pill online, and it and you don't, you know, without having to have a doctor's note kind of thing. And what I realized is I, you know, in um, saying a few things on a Friday night on a, uh, a live stream uh, discussion event that I was at doing on Friday night and other conversations, I realized that I wasn't being clear about if that's the route you're going to go, um, you know, in, in terms of buying pills or it's not about stockpiling them because all of a sudden I realized, well, this sounds like at the beginning of COVID when everyone was hoarding toilet paper, right? Now I'm just enabling this, you know, the capitalist system that um, benefits the wealthy again, which is not what I was saying. I just was, I was pointing to here's a, um, you know, my intent, right? Was right, pointing right. to here's, here's a solution of many and needing to, to then also, say it again much more clearly and don't go stockpiling you know don't it's not i don't want us um um uh you know keeping a, a system of oppression going by hoarding abortion pills 
Right. You know, but rat and it is still, you know, if somebody comes to me and says, I, you know, I don't know what to do, that is an option. Like I could buy it and mail it to me and I'll get it. And there's a whole lot of other options that are much more um that really lift everybody, you know, are yeah. much more if you're going to, you know, if it comes into, you know, using your financial resources, there's and we'll put some of the resources in the um in the Facebook live chat and um I guess I can also mention them, but but one of them is called abortionfunds.org. So if you go to abortionfunds.org, there's a whole lot of different ways that you can support. Um, but please don't go stockpiling natural remedies and, you know, let's not rape Mother Earth anymore than we already have, um, you know, or stockpiling pills. Just know that there are, you know, there are lots of resources. Um, and I, like you, I have a little, I don't know if as much as you, but I have a little bit of hope because I do see the number of things that are potentially out there. And I need to pay attention to what is, you know, Audre Lorde's uh, book, you can't dismantle the master's house with the master's tools. So, you know, paying attention to, to what we're doing. So anyway. um, yes, I, I uh, you know, I realize, I realize that, um, the reason why I I may feel a little more hopeful is because this this is not this this does not directly attack my personhood, right? So I'm not as a as a man I am not I am not feeling as diminished by this. And I saw I, I you know on the post that I love is uh, by somebody who said you know pay pay attention to how the men in your life are responding to this. That's saying a whole lot about them uh i'm, I'm infuriated i'm i'm I, i'm angry uh i'm disgusted by this uh and for for a few of the reasons we're going to come up and talk about and at the same time recognizing that the emotional impact is not as um exacting on me as it is on on the women in this country so so i think perhaps that's a little bit of why um um, you know, I, I, I don't feel as much of a place of despair uh, yeah. as, as well that so so that's that's my male privilege speaking right there and, and I'll acknowledge it for what it is. Um, and, and also though flip side of that part of part of where my hope is being strained is, uh, you know, all the other laws now that could be up for for scrutiny so you know you know uh justice alito was like this 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 the rationale that we use to to overturn roe v wade yes it could be used to overturn uh you know the other cases that were decided uh through this you know substantive due process precedent uh you know process like like uh same-sex marriage and and uh um what do you call it uh birth control um things yeah. things that are things that are really based and grounded on on privacy um and uh, but he says but we're not we're not we're not looking at that right now we're just gonna we're just applying it to roe v wade because because you know human life is at stake here so that's why we're gonna take our time to uh that's why we're gonna apply it here you don't need to worry about the other cases. And then Clarence yeah, Thomas. Can we just call bullshit for a moment? Keep and then, going. And then Clarence Thomas said, hold my bear. Yeah. 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 I'm going to say the quiet part out loud, which is, oh, no. Oh, no. We should look at those. We should look at those. 
right? So, so he's already said, you know, declared that that none of those are safe. Um, we know Lovin v. Virginia, the 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 case that that federally legalized same sex, uh, sorry, interracial marriage is going to be okay because because he's got to go home at night, and uh, and if he if, if if that gets if it get to the point where that gets overturned, then he's got some explaining to do because he set this he set this in motion. But but yeah. So now, I'm, so so so. And, well, and, and the three the three liberal justices said, you know, were backing up his bullshit and saying no one should be confident that this majority is done with its work. Exactly. Like they're just getting going. They're they're just getting going. They're just warming up. And and I want to say and I want to say to all the, uh, you know, folks in the LGBTQ community who were panicked when Trump was elected about reversal of their rights. And so many quote unquote, well-meaning conservatives and progressives said to them, you guys are, you guys are getting a little too worked up about this is not gonna come to that. We owe all y'all an apology <laughs> because you weren't wrong. You were not wrong. Sure, Trump's out of office, but that legacy of this super conservative majority Supreme Court is now gonna, on, is on the path to unmake all these things yep. and remove all these rights. And, um, and, and all I can say to the, to these folks is like, I'm sorry. And, and we're going to try our artists to make sure that that doesn't happen. But, but this is a leg legitimate concern. I, uh, some of the posts I read was, you know, um, was it what uh, conversations that straight couples straight and married couples don't have to have make mm -hmm. sure was it make sure i'm in your will so that when you die there's no question yep you know and i'm like like that one hit home i was like oh shit right so so yeah so so yeah here's where we are here's well are. so and then just to the reason i mean here's how you can also know that this is just you know, just getting going. Um, and it's not, you know what, it's not even just getting going. It's a continuation of what has been coming, what Clarence Thomas has been working at for decades. Um, and, um, and, you know, staying connected to lower courts and, and governances and states, you know, just priming the pump, laying groundwork. I mean, the more you dig into it, the, the more, the more disheartening, the more, the scarier it really is. Um, I had a, uh, I actually posted it myself, but from a friend of mine, um, she wrote, history will record Clarence Thomas as the most consequential American slave since the abolitionist Frederick Douglass. Douglass escaped enslavement, Thomas embraced his. Yeah, yeah, facts. And I, I had, I mean, it literally, I just had to stop in my tracks. And so that's what he's doing is he's, you know, for decades been working and, and, you know, working on that and not just him alone, but, you know, um, but, but sitting in this position, um, you know, of, of this power, the Supreme court, Oh, by the way, not that we elected any of these people there. Uh, uh, but also 
coming back to what got missed because of Ro- what not man got missed, but with Roe v. Wade, people may have not noticed the several other rulings that are just a continuation of this turning the clock back. And one of them is the um, uh, when uh, Thomas wrote that majority opinion overturning New York law, limiting the right to carry a hand bump, handgun in public. So he threw out the requirement that's been there for 100 years. And so now anybody can have a concealed weapon. Um, uh, what do you call it? Permit. Um, and and they uh, there was a couple of rulings this past week that definitely blurred the lines, or I should say, made the line between separation of church and state either non-existent or incredibly fuzzy um, in terms of in Maine allowing um, um, religious schools, um, you know, elementary or high school, but religious schools to get funding from the state government. Mm, um, yeah, yeah. And right. And the um, wherever that other one was, the the I forget where it was, but the football coach that um, he yeah, was allowed to have prayer on the field. It's a public school. Yes. Yes, it is. Um, they've also. Um, and, and, so- and, and my favorite response to that was was like, yeah, if that dude was rolling out a prayer mat and yes, and, and you know, facing facing east and calling for prayer. It would be a whole different situation. It would. And we got We got to acknowledge that this country is that is supposedly founded on freedom of religion has a shit ton of religious intolerance. Right. If all of a sudden he rolled out a prayer, you know, a, a, a prayer rug and knelt down and started, you know, bowing, you know, on his knees and coming up and going down. And then you start hearing, you know, the call to prayer over the loudspeaker across the football field. You got to know yeah. somebody would be pulling out their AR-15 and, you know, Taking yeah. shot at the speaker on the telephone pole. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. They also, the Supreme Court also is um, working its way through um, removing environmental protections and pushing back and making fossil fuel um, use of fossil fuel much easier. Did I say um, it was a? Did I say it was a light at the end of the tunnel? I might. I might have been wrong. Yeah. And um, gutting the government's ability to regulate and restrict business rights. So we're talking about, you know, big business. And so they're just, um, they're chipping away at some, what I would say were fundamental, foundational, you know, they're human rights. I think climate change and caring for earth is, is you know, part of human rights. Anyway, yeah. I'm just, it's not just Roe v. Wade. It's, it's you know. They're, they're not, it doesn't stand alone. It's, we're not, um, what's what, you know, discrimination isn't in a vacuum. Exactly. 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 So, yeah. So then the question always becomes, all right, so what, what do we do? What, right. what, what do we do? And as always, as always, as always, we encourage folks to pause, notice again, what's happening inside of them and to remember that this work begins with our own decolonization our own noticing what about this makes us uncomfortable when does talking about this make us uncomfortable how we've been avoiding or bypassing talking about this or being in action or doing our own self-inquiry work about this um that's 
that's where it starts, you know, um, marching and protesting, absolutely let your voice be heard. And for a lot of folks, that's easier. That's sometimes easier to do, right? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not decrying that at all. And, um, it's, it is important. And, and yes, we should all be doing it should, you know, as we are able and, and let's be clear that, you know, whether we are marching in the streets or doing our own online protests or staying conspicuously silent about the issue or, or are on the other side of the spectrum being vocally in support of these draconian laws, regardless, as we always say, because we are all part of the system of white supremacy norms and that's all we know, we've all internalized some of it, all internalized some of it. And in order to shift the culture, we have to shift ourselves. And that, that's, that's the journey, that's, that's, that's the work um, that we have to do. And part of that is again, noticing when, when we use, whether it's, it's spiritual teachings, you know, religious dogma, um, you know, life mantras to, to bypass having the conversations or to make it feel like, you know, this is, this is the way it's supposed to happen. This has been preordained. Or if, if, if you're in more uh, new thoughty circles, this is all part of divine order um, or, 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 did you get, did you get some of Murray's cat hair caught in the back of your throat there? Um, uh. Uh, you know, you know, you know, what, what are, how are, how are we, how are we, and let's be clear, when we do those things, what we're doing is we're appeasing the internalized white supremacy within us. Yeah. Right. And you're saying, wait, what do you, what do you, what do you mean? So again, what are some of those norms that, that, that right to comfort? I don't want to talk about this because it's uncomfortable that's a white supremacy norm or, you know, secretly or not secretly. Yeah. I, I support this idea of we shouldn't legalize abortion. Well, when we talk about that, we're talking about exerting control of, of women's bodily autonomy, which is again, a, 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 a hallmark of the patriarchy, which is one of the ways that white supremacy manifests itself. So, so that's what I'm talking about. Um, so, so if you're, you know, examine, examine how you've been responding to this. Um, and, and for the men, especially as I shouldn't say, especially, but men too, ex, uh, examine how you've been responding to this, because it's not to say that uh, uh, we, we men, it's not to say, it is to say we men are the, are the main perpetrators of the patriarchy. Right, whether we consider ourselves feminists or not, whether we even self-aware or not, we are the main perpetrators of the patriarchy. Are we willing to do the work to examine it and 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 look at it and and shift it, admit admit that we've been propping it up? Well, I I have to sadly, Ogan, um, uh, you're pretty much the only man in my life talking about it. Well, Which I'm sorry. I'm not, sorry. That's not entirely true. There's, there's, uh, there's a couple others. Um, I might just be the loudest one. <laughs> well, yeah, that and and um, I guess it depends on you know in my life how do you define that? So yeah, maybe we talk know, too a, much. That's a problem. We probably talk every day. Yeah, so maybe that's, yeah. that's what it is. Don't give them a, a you know can't get a word in edgewise. But you know what? I've actually had 
uh, in the last three days, I've had more meaningful conversations um, with um, with men, with a few men that I've just met mm-hmm. than than some of the men in my that I've had in my life for 10, 15, 20 years. Yeah. And, and here's a, here's strangers right, right. that are willing to talk to me. And, and here, here's the here's the thing. Here's the thing that that unfortunately, sometimes uh, um, for lack of a term, wokeism can sometimes make 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 this challenging because because there there are men out there saying, oh, this this we, we need to be quiet because this is a law that's affecting women and their bodies. We're not women. We don't have the right to say anything. So we're going to be quiet on this. I understand your intention, but the impact is that, uh, yeah, silence is, silence is uh, you know, tantamount to complicity. And that's not where you're coming from, but... but it doesn't matter what you're but, doing. Exa- ex- exactly, exactly. Uh, uh, this is, this, this situation is the patriarchy manifest and who, again, are the, the, the bearers of, primarily of the patriarchy is is us men. And so we got to be vocal about this. We got to be, we got to speak out um, uh, uh, against this because yeah, but bodily autonomy affects everyone. It, it does. It does. This everyone. is, this is not a new thing. This is, you know, um, I was, you know, the Friday night uh, um, discussion online event I was talking about one of the, the women that joined with, uh, with me and a few others was um she had a t-shirt on that had all these women's names. Um, I don't know if they were all women, but anyway, it had seven generations of names and it was, it was her family lineage that went back to either her third and her fourth great grandmother who were um, forced breeders. They were enslaved um, African-Americans and forced breeding. And one of them, I think it was her fourth great grandmother, had at least twenty children that had been, you know, recorded. But but several had been sold. Like she was, it was just forced reproduction. And I've I've heard the analogy used, like, and I've used it to try to wake a few men up. Is that, you know, in during um, uh, slavery, if cotton was king, then women's forced reproduction was queen wow and I'm like, yes Oof. right that, so that, pause say, on that say, one say, say, say that again so if looking at slavery in the united states if cotton was king women's forced reproduction was queen black women's black women's forced mm. reproduction was queen yeah Oof. Um, oh, that that hits and then we have the passage of the 13th and 14th Amendments, which was um, which was to end that forced, you know, um, sexual and reproductive servitude. Um, and then we have, you know, for um, the forced reproduction of black girls and black women. Um, but there's specifically the 13th and 14th Amendments is about, you know, the protection of your body. So by overturning Roe v. Wade, what you've just done is erased Black women from the Constitution. Break um, that down again. Say that again. Break it down. Right. I see. I'm getting all intellectual on you. So if so, if you the Thirteenth and the Fourteenth Amendments, right? Okay, were um, uh, um, they that ended forced 
sexual and reproductive servitude of black girls and black women. Um, that was a piece of that. So the 13th amendment is um, uh, the ending of, you know, neither slavery nor involuntary servitude, right? Except for a punishment of a crime. So essentially to um, abolish slavery. Right. Um, essentially we're going to shift slavery from the fields to the prisons. Got it. Right. Got it. Yes. Yes. 13th um, that's not the words, but that's yes, what we've done. And then the <laughs> it's not the intention, fourth, but it was the impact. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Right. Yes. So then the second or the 14th Amendment um, was saying that anybody born or naturalized in the U.S. Um, are citizens um, and that no state is going to enforce, is going to make or enforce any law that um, uh, um, that deprives any person of life, liberty, or property without due process. So, um, and, or deny any person within the jurisdiction of the state, you know, the protection of the laws. So when you, so you, you know, de depriving a person of life, liberty, or property, like how is this, we're talking about liberty here, we're talking about property. How is my body not my property? Right. Right, I, I, I get that, you know, so that's what these, you know, these right wing nut jobs on the Supreme Court, they want to go, well, it doesn't explicitly say abortion, you know, um, and it doesn't say, you know, when property, well, that's not what the, the you know, writers of the Constitution meant. Um, and because uh, <laughs> they didn't know what abortion, they didn't have, because men wrote it, they didn't know that abortion had been going on for centuries. Um, <laughs> And, yeah. and, and, and if you notice, the, the goalposts keep going, being moved. And by that, yeah. I mean, you know, the idea of when, when, does, when does life begin, right? right. And, and you, you speak of your body being, being your property. So then is, is, the, is, the, is the fetus within your womb your property? Or is that an individual life? And, yeah. you know, and then there's a the question of at what point do we consider, quote unquote, that that fetus being an independent life and the and the and the and the that that mark has steadily moved backwards to X amount of weeks to 13 yeah. weeks to six, eight weeks, to six weeks to four weeks. Now it's at conception. Now, now it's that now it's conception. And, and, and shout out to, oh my, I forgot her name. I forgot her name. And I meant to make a note of her name and I did not, but it, it of course was a Republican um, representative or governor. I'm going to get this. I'm going to look it up. Um, but if I hadn't seen the video with my own eyes, I would have gone. Oh. Somebody made this up. The white and, life. No, no, no. This was oh. worse. This was, oh, this was, I wouldn't say worse. This was dumber because she says, yes, I support this overturning because I trust women. Oh, I, I trust yes. women being in control, them being in control of when a man ejaculates, ejaculates and them yes. being in control of the uptake of sperm. And I want to go like, uh, have you ever taken biology 101? You trust women to control and manage. Men can't control when men ejaculate. <laughs> what, what, what are you saying? It's I don't the, understand what you're saying. How, 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 uh, it's the, uh, the Republican, um, representative from Utah, Carrie Ann Lizenby. Yes, yes, yes. Like the white light, the white life thing. I was like, well, yeah, of course you said the thing out loud that, that, you know, 
that be all say behind closed doors in your head. I, I yeah, no. But this, when she said this, was like this is this is the insanity that we are living in. And again and again, you know, one of the arguments I hear people saying, "But look how many women are supporting this." And I was like, again, internalized patriarchy is a thing, right? You know, people look at Justice Thomas uh, and say, this isn't about race because he's a black Supreme Court judge. Again, internalized oppression well, is a this, real thing. This brings me back, yeah, this brings me back to the 13th and 14th Amendments. And this is why it is for everybody, because those two amendments guarantee they abolish slavery right, and servitude and guarantee all people equal protection under the law. Not now. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what makes it for everybody. Exactly, exactly. So, yeah, we are, without realizing it, what they're basically doing is sort of, you know, unmaking the Constitution, not defending it, not upholding it. They're really unmaking it. And they're really, yeah, it's a, it's a whole thing. So it's involuntary servitude. If you're going to force me to carry a, you know, um, to be yeah. pregnant, to carry a pregnancy, how is that not involuntary servitude? And um, another another post that I I saw that I, I think I put it in my I think I put it in my stories. Let me see if I can look it up from from a. It's from a. Oh. I'm going to get this word, not an OBGYN. It was. And uh, clearly, clearly the court is, yeah. you know, there's a disregard for, um, for, for whoever's capable of being pregnant and getting pregnant, total disregard for um, any of the consequences, which there's a ton. They're not like they happen here or there once so, in a while, but so, hypertension, uh, ectopic pregnancy, yeah. diabetes, preeclampsia, hemorrhaging. Uh, ah! So this is a post from Dr. David uh, Hackney. He said he is um, a high risk. Um, uh, I saw that. Yes. Yeah, high risk. Ups, ups, what's the word? Obstetrician. Obstetrician. OBGYN. Yes. yes. He diagnosed birth defects. Yes. And he says abortion for lethal fetal anomalies is now illegal in Ohio. He says, so at some point soon, I may have to look someone in the eyes and say, that they, against their will, will have to carry the term, undergo delivery, and then have their child die. Yep. And, uh, yeah, abortions for these types of cases are legal for nearly every country in the world. And, yep. and so, yeah, so this is, this is, this is a whole thing. And, um, and there was an article that I posted today because um, uh, folks, folks want to make folks, um, they are, they are unfortunately people again, you know, the religious right is making this about making this a moral issue, um, making this about about thwarting God's will for life. And there's there's nothing in the Bible about abortion. There's nothing about it at all. Um, folks want to use that ridiculous verse about I knew you from the time you were in the womb. Uh, you know, I, know. I mean, listen. What is that in Psalms? Anything in Psalms is just like creative poetry. Come on, uh, or or whatever whatever verses in. So so it's it's again we're 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 trying to draw we're trying to draw these conclusions um, from things that that are that are not that are not there. Yeah, Psalms one thirty nine uh, thirteen through sixteen. Um, yeah. 
Um, so, so yeah, so, so, so I think at some point they're going to probably say, yeah, life begins when, when, uh, sperm enters the, uh, the, the, what do you call it? The fallopian tubes. Right. So, so just, just, just the journey to the egg is where life is beginning. So, you know, <laughs> Well, why don't we keep going and say it starts at the head of your penis? Exactly, exactly. And again, if 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 it's all about uh, we have to we have to stop abort, we have to get rid of abortions because they're thwarting God's uh, will for life. Then I would say then we should also get rid of Viagra, right? Because then clearly erectile dysfunction, the body's natural, uh, yeah, a natural natural occurrence within a man's body. You know, if we're gonna if we gonna if we gonna create a medical intervention to to supersede that again, long live the patriarchy, then why are we why 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 are you know conservatives not arguing about yeah that's against God's will too, right? Oh no, but but we need that in order to have life. No, you need that in order to have an orgasm. Let's just be clear about what's happening right now. <laughs> so apparently they were absent that day in eighth grade biology uh, class. Apparently, when the girls went off to watch the movies God, and the Jesus. boys, who knows what they did? Give they me. learned they each had a banana and practiced with a condom or something, right? Oh my goodness. So, anyways, all right. So, so. Uh, so maybe uh, was there more about the amendments that you wanted that you wanted to say? No, I just I wanted to draw attention to them. I know that for some people it's a little bit oh my god, like it starts to sound like the adults on peanuts, but it's it's a way to point to this is not we should not be surprised. This is not new, and this is what why it is for everybody's thing. It's not just you know women or people who can get pregnant. This is you know the the eighty year old heterosexual retired guy, you know, living in his, you know, uh, you know, in Florida, just having a good time living on retirement, saved income, you know, the, the person who's closest to the privilege, the social privilege, it is about you. Um, Because it's, you know, because it, none of this operates on its own. It's not in a vacuum. It all connects and, and having to understand, and we can come back to the, you know, the spiritual conversation that I dragged you off of, uh, understand <laughs> no, that I'm good. I'm good with that. <laughs> well, that if we truly, and I don't care what your faith tradition, what your religion, what your life philosophy, but I don't, I don't know that I know very many people that don't have an understanding of how our lives depend on each other. Um, and that it's, you know, to, to that, that is really where our work is, is that my liberation is, um, is tied up in, um, in yours. Like it's, you can't separate them. Your liberation is, is depends on mine. Yeah. 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 And, but, but again, that's part of the fallacy of capitalism, right? Um, Let's, let's, I got to get mine. And if this thing over there doesn't look like it directly affect me, then too bad for you. I'm focused on getting mine, right? That's 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 the lie that capitalism tells us, um, and 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 capitalism is is dependent on these white supremacy norms. Um, I'm continuing, so so it we all we all we we all gotta re- again realize that yes, that power of our. Um, interdependence and more than that um, how our liberation is as, as you love to say and everybody else to say is, is bound up with each other's 
Um, well, and it's and it's not just a it's not just a good theory. It really is. Like yeah, if you just it's, it's fact. Pause, yeah. Well, that's hence come back to the amendments. Yes. That, you know, I'm not free until we all are, but I'm moving it beyond the free to the liberation. Exactly. Um, exactly. Um, so, so, um, we want to share some resources with you. We just don't want to leave you hanging in despair. <laughs> some resources, if, if you may be, if you may be affected and, and in the need of, of, um, such medical care, abortion related medical care, plus also how you can support, uh, folks, you mentioned, you mentioned the, uh, at home, um, um, abortion pills that are still, uh, legal as far as we can tell, um, um, you can go to plancpills.org, P-L-A-N, the letter C, P-I-L-L-S, plancpills.org um, to get information about that. There's also um, I need an abortion, uh, dot com that can help. I need an A. I need well, an yes, A. Yes, yes. I need an I need an A.com. Um, right. And I put these links in the chat on the Facebook. Yeah, these are in the too. Facebook chat as well. We just telling you those who are listening um, and some more. Um, you can donate to um, um, keyboardclinics.org as well. Um, that supports independent providers um, and protects, excuse me, um, access to healthcare. And then there's the National Network of Abortion Funds, abortionfunds.org. Um, you can- Which isn't to- just about donating money. It also, it's a, it's a giant network. Right. Yes, exactly. So, so these are all, So when you go camping, you know, where, where, where to get your camping gear. That's right. Best places to go camping, depending on your situation. Like, you know, do I, do I, do I have the resources to get my camping gear there? How long do I want to go camping and all that sort of stuff? Um, Anyways. um, So, so lots of resources are out there. In spite of this ruling, it does not mean that this this fight, this journey, this experience is, is over. Um, and and as always, just reminder to folks, please pay attention to your local state and the federal elections because we we the, the only way we can really codify again um, abortion as health care, uh, women's bodily autonomy as law. Now it's Congress's job, and the only way Congress will do it is if they are more uh, progressives in in the House and the Senate, and a Democratic president to then sign it into law, um, which means we gotta we gotta we gotta elect people in, which means we gotta go to the polls, right? So it's not just about who you elect president; it's about your representatives, your 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 senator. And remember. Regardless of your party, please remember that this all affects us all, um, and 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 we need to we need to elect folks who are just not on the crazy train. Sorry, I had to say, it. just not on the crazy train. Um, elect folks who understand our interconnectivity, or interdependence, who understand that if as we as we strip away rights from the people who. Uh, who are disenfranchised, who are less privileged than we are, wherever we fall in that social location power power uh, um, diagram or or status, that eventually eventually they're gonna get to us wherever we are. Eventually they're gonna get to us because it's about control, um, and and basically control means those who are uh, white, straight, 
what am I missing? White, straight, predominantly male, uh, able-bodied, and Money. pretty much of a certain age are uh, are the ones in control, are the ones who are comfortable, yeah. are the ones for whom they're they're reaping the benefits. So yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. If we create in a world of love, justice, so, and liberty for all, we gotta we gotta get to the polls, people. Gotta get to the polls. Yeah, can I can I <clears throat> say a couple of kind of spiritually like things? That was <laughs> that was how I say hopeful. A, you can say oh, whatever you want, and two, don't ever <clears throat> phrase it that way again. Just suppose <laughs> that. Um, I'm, I'm never. Oh, we were talking about get out and vote, damn it! Yeah, I know, but I'm you never, know what? You I've know never what? heard you phrase it in such a such a restrained way before. <laughs> I know. Well, it, this whole thing has me crazy. So Christians aren't firing normally, but you know what? The interesting thing about the voting is, um, and I know I, I want to wrap us up, that um, we have a we really have a better chance with the voting thing is like really. Start locally, like no kidding. Get on your board of education, right? Local yeah. councils. Yes. Um, yeah. To change the laws, you need to change the lawmakers, and it's gonna—it's a whole lot harder trying to target those in DC and the fucking idiots, you know, that we have leading, you know, the the senators, the congressmen, you know. But yes. get involved at very local. Um, it may not sound like much. What do you mean get on the PTA or the Board of Ed or a local council member? Trust me, that's where it starts. That's where most people actually start. And um, you start changing that and it's, it, it continues to grow. Think of it as, so here's the spiritually thing. Um, you know, <laughs> the way that trees, <laughs> the way that trees operate is um, they have this underground network. Their roots are network for um that that are in the soil we can't see it but it's how they send information to each other it's how they send nutrients to each other it's how they they if one tree like a sapling a new one is hurting believe it or not that's how they support each other trees actually do this um and they and trees have this it's just built into their their, you know, their DNA, the tree DNA, that um, this is how you survive, is you do it in community and in those, those networks, those roots, you know, in the soil. And by in the soil, what I mean is that are grounded, right, and stable and being nurtured. And we have to keep doing that. Um, that's, and it doesn't mean don't go out and protest and yell, and it doesn't mean that either. It just don't lose that piece of it. Um, and the other thing I would say is that we have to, um, you know, not put our head in the sand. We have to know what's happening right now. And, and even though it sucks to the nth degree, um, know what's going on, know that this is going to impact people of color um, most heavily and communities that are heavily policed, um, that are already marginalized and oppressed and, um, it, and it's they're not done so this is a yeah. this you know when we talk about the long haul um you know and even if you don't support abortion i i can respect that and can you support women right right and mothers and right. funding contraception and baby formula for god's sakes paid maternity leave and parental leave and health care and la, 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 like yes. yeah 
then yes. if you're if you're pro-life are you really life for all and life outside the womb <laughs> right, right right so right. that's where we those of us that are you know really pro-choice i think that's one of the places we have the hardest time which then brings me back to what you and i always are talking about is pause rest don't lose that that's where our hope lies when we rest restore repair resist Perfect, perfect, perfect point. Perfect point to wrap up today. Um, thank you always for being on us with on this journey. Um, if you're listening to us on some podcast platform uh, like Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts or Spotify, please give us a rating. Um, of course, four stars, or if there are five stars available, give us that one um, as as, totally. we, as well. Uh, share this on your social media pages. Uh, you can you can you can post and share. The links of you know the podcast you're listening to wherever you you do your social media spread the word about us and our activities as always please join us for one of our affinity groups on the first and third wednesdays uh we got one next week next week will be the first wednesday of a month right first wednesday in july yep. um we, we're gonna have an affinity group and really get in discussion and dialogue because that's how we help uh, ourselves um discover and, and, and begin to dismantle or, or internalized uh, supremacy norms or internalized patriarchy or internalized uh, homophobia or internalized misogyny, like all the things that we think that we are, uh, you know, allies and, and, and activists about, uh, we still got a lot of internalized stuff to, to undo. Uh, both things can be possible at the same time. So, Yes, thank you uh, for helping us create that world of love, justice, and liberation for all. Uh, We are signing off, and we will see you next time.